0: Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones-Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas.
1: From Mansers on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge, we're Out to
2: Lunch with editor of the Baton Rouge Business Report, Stephanie Regal. It's business, Baton Rouge style.
1: Hi, I'm Stephanie Regal. Welcome to Out to Lunch. Sometimes the idea for a business comes from seeing a need and creating a product or service to fill it. Sometimes it comes from just doing something that you love because, well, you think it's fun. Is that a way to actually make money and support yourself? We're going to find out. With me today to discuss this is Diana Raffrey, co-owner of The Modern Debutante, a Baton Rouge based business that rents hedge flower and shimmer walls, which if you've been to a wedding or a big event lately, you know are all the rage. The trend has been growing in popularity for the past several years, and though it's not exactly clear who came up with the idea, it's a safe bet that it caught on big time after Kim Kardashian and Kanye West exchanged vows in front of a wall of white roses in 2014. Diana, who got her MBA in 2017 and was in pharmaceutical sales, never envisioned herself in a specialty niche of the event planning market until 2018 when she bumped into one of her sorority sisters, Danielle Watley, while walking her dog. They reconnected, started hanging out and talking about what Baton Rouge needed that would make them happy and didn't have the idea of the modern debutante was born. Diana, it is such a fun story, and so I can't wait to hear all of that. Yes, thank you so much. Thanks for joining me on Out to Lunch. And with me and Diana at the table is Melanie Bennett, owner of the Hostel of Baton Rouge, a project that has been in the works for several years and is projected to open sometime in 2021 in a former daycare center in Mid-City. Melanie is bringing the first hostel to Baton Rouge because she gave up her conventional lifestyle more than a decade ago to become a world traveler and something of a self-schooled expert on hostels staying in them as she traveled the globe. They make her happy. They make the world and the experience of traveling to new places better. And so she is bringing one to North Boulevard. And Melanie, it's such a great idea. And I know you've been working on it for a long time. So thank you for joining us on Out to Lunch and updating us on the progress.
3: Thank you, Stephanie. And it's really
1: gonna happen. (laughs) Yes, it
3: really is. It's an (laughs) honor to be here. Thank you.
1: Well good. So Diana, let's start with the modern debutante, because it is such a cool story and how did this was something you said that you needed that Baton Rouge didn't have that would make you happy?
2: Yes, so um, we, me and Danielle, my partner, we were both in a career that we just, you know, w- was great, it paid the bills, but we just didn't love it. We, we just wanted more. So that kind of leads to soul searching and, you know, we said, what can we do that's going to make us happy, that's going to make give us joy, you know, that's going to make us smile at the end of the day when we come home and we're exhausted, you know, and we were glad we did it. Um, and this was it. And so we, we looked and we searched and we, you know, we're, my generation is on Instagram and Facebook constantly. And we are in the time of the selfie and where people want to go places and they want to take a picture. They want to have their picture taken. They want to be able to say that they were there. So we were like, whoa a A fun backdrop is kind of the theme that we kept seeing, and we saw these companies in Los Angeles, Dallas, Miami, um, New York, everywhere, Austin, that um, they had these beautiful backgrounds and these flower walls, and then we start seeing neon signs, and we're like, oh my gosh, Founders doesn't have that. Why doesn't Founders have that? Founders needs that. Let's do that. And so um, we just got creative, and we said, I want the hedge wall, and sometimes... She's like, I'm, I'm adamant about having a red rose wall, and she's adamant about having a white rose wall. And so, <laughs> you know, we try to pick these different walls that cater to different events, whether it's a birthday party or a wedding or a bridal shower. Um, and it just gives us so much joy at the end of the day. And people like taking a picture in front of it.
1: Well, I mean, you hit on such a such a salient point there about the whole Instagram, social media, you know, experience. And it seems like so much of the event business is built around capturing that that selfie to post and share with the world. So we're going to come back to that topic, put an X there. But Melanie, I, you know, it seems like almost on the opposite end of the spectrum is, is the hostel, which conjures up the image of the, you know, very... Free, freewheeling and you know, globe-traveling, sort of barefoot hippie, you know, <laughs> communing with one another in a really laid-back and inexpensive environment. W- what is the story
3: of the hostel? Okay, so I uh, have always traveled uh, and stayed in hostels, and I'm like Diana. I realized Baton Rouge didn't have that. I remember sitting on the porch of a hostel and thinking, this is just so sweet and so charming. Why doesn't Baton Rouge have something like that? And, you know, what do you do but but do it yourself? And so here I am. When I started looking into it and realizing we've never had a hostel. So, um, yeah, that was something that we needed to have. It's a cultural touchstone for the community. People who stay in hotels, you know, they're generally not interested necessarily on going to those mom-and-pop restaurants or those local dive bars or the venues. They, you know, it's a little more of a commercial venture. But the hostel-goers are the kind of tourists who want to you know, really get to know the community and really get to meet people from that community so they can get that inside track. And, and you said that Baton Rouge doesn't
1: have hostels, but what about the United States in general? I mean, they're not big here like they are in Europe or certainly no. like they were in Europe when we were young. And, right. In um,
3: fact, my first hostel stay was in London and, and up through Scotland. And so, yes, they're very popular in Europe, but they are definitely gaining momentum here in the United States. And they are in every major community there. You know, I, I was telling Diana earlier, I've stayed in Austin and in Denver and in Chattanooga and Miami, New York, San Francisco they all have hostels. Uh, Austin has four, uh, New Orleans has half a dozen, even Lafayette has one, but Baton Rouge has never had a hostel and so it's important that not only is it an affordable place to stay but that it's some place people can come and get to know the community on a more intimate level. So interesting.
1: Okay, Diana, let's um, tell me about um, are you juggling two careers right now with your business or is the modern debutante full-time
2: so um i'm juggling two careers i work for a family business we have a gravel and mining pits oh wow so uh, <laughs> yes so and because it's a family business um i do have two small kids too so i've got three jobs <laughs> <High> <laughs> know. And, and um high fives to <laughs> diana <laughs> yes. thanks mel um, but, yes, so I work kind of part-time during the week for them, and it's really flexible. Um, and they, they've they they seen this kind of blossom, and they, they, they're telling me they're like, go for it, you know? Right. So I have come from a very supportive culture, and um, they want to help me grow this. So this is something that we have been working every single weekend since um, 2021, and um, we, we've just spread like wildfire so we're doing multiple jobs every single weekend we're actually working at a quarter of the capacity that we could be working at wow my business partner actually is about to um, leave her full-time job and pick up a part-time job too so that we can focus and grow this um, so it's, it's kind of we've seen that it's going to take all hands on deck to make this go where we can meet the, the demand
1: so to have you know the, the trendy wedding or you know big gala fundraiser today do you have to have a hedge wall or a flower wall
2: Yes. You do. (laughs) You do? (laughs) Yes. um, Yes, you do. I mean, uh, not only a hedge wall, a hedge wall, um, a photo booth, a balloon arch, you know, that's kind of like the way that this trend is going. And we work with a lot of other vendors in the community. You know, we work with animated balloon, uh, animated art balloons. We work with Batner's balloons. We work with the picture booth. We work with a, a cotton candy company called Lay Doodle. We work with them and we kind of, have been introduced to this community of, mm-hmm. hey, let's all participate with each other and, and build up each other's businesses. And it's something I love. It's something very different than the competitive pharmaceutical background no, I came no. from. No, that's so, so nice. To so
1: really it, a synergy, a network. Yeah, among well, I mean small I business vendors, absolutely. right?
2: Absolutely. I think all the Baton Rouge local businesses want Baton Rouge to be as amazing as any other city. Mm-hmm. And so it's really a pleasure to work with the event planning people um, and all of the event planners too.
1: That's great. How much does it cost, for instance, to rent a wall for, say, like four hours or something?
2: Sure. So when you rent a wall, um, we typically, you rent it for the whole day. You know, because we want you to, we want to be able to get in, you set it up, and you don't have to worry about that aspect of your party that's something that you've got and you don't have to worry about it is about 250 to 400 dollars depending on what you want so the flower walls do cost more Um, they're thicker they're more full and then the head walls range around 250 but we have add-ons you can add a neon sign you can add a peacock chair you can add a garland I mean I can keep going but, (laughs) um, but you know we make it customizable to whatever party it is them. Wonderful. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you mentioned networks. Melanie, what kind of networks are there um, among hostels? Is there an association in the United States that you join? There and then is. standards that you have to meet? Or, well, actually, or like regulations? There's
3: Hosteling International, um, which is a network of, of hostel um, throughout the world, and then there's Hostel uh, International. Uh, usa Mm -hmm. so they actually just opened one in new orleans just prior to the pandemic so they got this big beautiful um you know opening and then they shut down (laughs) but but it's it's a beautiful facility i've toured it and um i've you know connected with them and they're excited to have someone on this end of uh travel because you know you really can't get to the west from new orleans without going through baton rouge we're and we're a college town and a and a um Uh, capital city it's important that we have you know a a, that kind of a stop for those kinds of travel goers
1: so what makes a hostel different than say an Airbnb where you're sharing your house you know with multiple
3: um, guests or or just an inn? okay so my focus and and my experience and what I want to bring to Baton Rouge for hosteling is that the community is there to introduce the tourists the travelers to what we have to offer so i intend to have uh, you know, book clubs and yoga classes and and uh, live music jams in the backyard. I'm going to have a stage set up. I want to have uh, events all the time. Make it very you know affordable, casual place to come and stay and visit and hang out and meet people from all over the world. And of course, these people from all over the world will get to meet Baton Rouge and love it for what it is. So it's so charming cool. little place. So.
1: so, do you get permitting like like you would have to to be an Airbnb, or are you subject to short-term rental well, guidelines that we know are? being drafted so as we far, speak here in Baton Rouge. So
3: far, there is no uh, governance over hosteling in Baton Rouge. I am the first hostel that has ever existed in Baton Rouge. If you go back far enough, you can find, um, you know, boarding houses like in the late 1800s. Wow. They're on the, they're on the books, uh, probably, you know, uh, you know, some, something along those lines. But as far as hostel going, uh, I'm the I'm the first one. I'm blazing a trail here, so I get to make my own yep. rules. I of course have very high standards I'll adhere to for myself, but um, it's different from Airbnb because generally with an Airbnb situation you might not even meet your host. But my intent to be very hands on. I want to have a, a you know a hostel bible so to speak that will incorporate um, all the. Um, restaurants and, and venues in, in my community, walking distance. I've got some restaurants that I'd love to recommend. Um, Phil Brady's has a blues night, you know, that's right. of thing. In fact, I'd like to incorporate with these people, partner with them. And hopefully, you know, if, if my guests were to show up with the Hostel Baton Rouge key, they'll get I don't know, free cheese on their hamburger or something. (laughs) And I'm so pleased to meet Diana because I am sure that I'll be hosting parties that I'll need a hedge wall (laughs) for. And uh, yeah, and I recently got um, efficient to be able to perform weddings, so who knows what I'll I'll be doing in the backyard at the hostel. But the the important thing is that there'll be um, lots of opportunities. And my little tagline is, you know, uh, bringing the world to Baton Rouge and sharing Baton Rouge with the world. You're listening to Out to Lunch.
1: I'm Stephanie Regal. I'm talking to Melanie Bennett of the Baton Rouge Hostel and Diana Raffrey of the Modern Debutant. Diana, I mean, if hedge walls are the thing, or other rental companies or event companies starting to offer this? Do you have competition now yes. that you've been doing this a little while?
2: Yes. So I feel like we were actually the first to kind of do it. We were supposed to launch in March of 2020, and then that wonderful thing happened, and so, <laughs> um, so w- you know, we kind of baby stepped into it, and then in August we were just sitting at the the edge of our seats. We we're like, if we don't take control of this now we're, we're going to be competing against somebody who, who stepped out first so we took that leap in august and learned a lot and, and and since then we have seen yes other event rental companies have hedge walls some of them even have flower walls and that's great they've been in that industry but we found um, an entry and we kind of broke through that barrier to get in and to super hyper focus on just the walls for yeah. now. And so we have a variety, and we strategically have shimmer walls, have different color flower walls, different size hedges and flowers different neon signs um to be that go-to company um so yeah there is competition but it's healthy and i'm I'm all about it and um i'm happy to work with whoever
1: and then do you have strategic relationships with like wedding planners or event planners that will refer to you absolutely
2: yeah we have been working with some wonderful event planners um angela marie events var events um so many and um they kind of they're feeling us out as a vendor you know they're like can i rely on them, can if I need something on the fly can they be there for me? And we want to and we try to be, you know, because they trust us, we trust them um, so that's been a great business relationship that we've been cultivating We also have been doing permanent installs with restaurants and oh wow! So we did the tropical wall at Soji Restaurant on Government Street, and right when you walk in, it's behind the bar. Yep. And um, Chase was great, and he said, "Hey, can you do a permanent install for me?" And it
1: kind of we were like, oh. so he bought th- the wall from you and then paid you to install it. Basically.
2: Yes, basically, we actually customized that wall. Okay. And um, we've done a we've done a skin and um, aesthetic salon, and oh. we're in the works with two more restaurants to have that selfie place to take a picture and to tag them
1: very cool yeah. melanie what is the business model for hostels i mean y- you own your building and then i mean I, part of the allure is that it's inexpensive for the traveler well right? sure like sure super cheap?
3: that's i i would imagine that that's how they were birthed is that you know where can i just run a bunk for the night and yeah. so you know just as a matter of affordability but it's blossomed into so much more than that now in terms of a business model i have stayed in dozens of hostels and every one is very, very different. They offer different things. And so that allows me a lot of flexibility. But um, you know, the bottom line is I have always been hospitable by nature. And so this just allows me to continue having, you know, uh, well, for lack of a better term, slumber parties. (laughs) (laughs) So like how many, how many bedrooms, how many people can you sleep in your hostel? So um, ultimately I'm going to have a bunk room with several bunks in it. And then I also have a private suite in okay. case there's anyone who's traveling as a couple and wants a little, a little more, you know, uh, privacy than, than the bunk area would. But we have a common room where you can, you know, sit and have coffee and look magazines, um, you know, ha- have your, uh, interactions, puzzles, games, sure. what have you. And then, um, you know then then i'll have my little private area which is in the back of the house like uh, you mentioned it was a former daycare center so i'm actually in the nursery it's adorable <laughs> and uh yeah we're still in the process of changing over from from the daycare but um it <laughs> that's been an adventure in itself
1: <laughs> and to and to um how big is the building
3: roughly oh it's about 1500 square feet not quite so and it's in mid city it's in mid city it's on north boulevard you know i i heard that Government Street with the redo that they're um, aiming to make it something like Magazine Street in New Orleans. So by my reckoning, that makes North Boulevard St. Charles, which I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm really fine with. Yes, so, absolutely. yeah. absolutely. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Diana, so, I mean, you said the vendors are feeling you out to kind of see, you know, that y'all can be there and how reliable you are. So, mm-hmm. just, Do you have employees who have to, like, be delivering these walls yes. or picking them up late at night or, I mean, yes. things like that? So logistics And
2: Absolutely, yeah. There's a lot to this. Logistics. Mm. I'm really in the business of logistics, <laughs> is, is what I feel like, um, which is a great challenge. And, yes, we actually, uh, me and uh, my husband and my business partner and her husband, we did this and... We've burned our we've burned our husbands out. You know, yeah. we're we're still all about it. But they said, okay, at the end of April, we're tapped. You know, and okay. so we actually have um, contracted out some young, healthy college guys, and awesome. And yes, we pay them per job, and they love doing it because they, you know, they stay, they're staying up late anyway right so we we've taught them how to set them up how to you know of course how to be courteous how to be polite how to represent the modern debutante and um you know how to go pick them up late at night so that's the thing is we drop these walls off and it's in the middle of it's in the morning or the middle of the day but we sometimes are waiting until 12 1 2 o'clock at night to come retrieve it yeah. you know so <laughs> depending on the vendor that the the uh, space that we work in you might have to have it cleared out right right so it's been a logistical um challenge but it's been great and we've we've figured out a good system that's been working for us
1: and i'm um, so impressed because you're learning so much as you go but like you really are doing cool stuff um and you have a warehouse where you inventory you keep your walls so we have multiple hedges multiple white rows multiple red rows yes
2: so, um, well, right now we have we have multiple hedge, and we're working on getting multiple of others. Um, but it started out grassroots in our home. We were home based, and then our husbands were like, "If you come anywhere near our lawnmower, you know, you're not you're not going to be our friend." And so, right. we, so we got a storage unit, and, that, and then we just got a bigger storage unit, okay. and now we're looking for warehouses. So, um, yeah, it's something that keeps growing and growing and growing, um, and so we're looking forward to hopefully finding an office and a warehouse very soon. Fantastic. And are you
1: advertising?
2: Um, we do a little bit of advertising. Um, one way that we, we have liked to get our name out there is we did the Flower Festival, mm-hmm. and um, we donated a flower wall. And we like to do charity events. We did a, um, a fiesta party for Our Lady of the Lake Foundation. Um, and we also are doing the Emerge Gala. Oh, um, that's a biggie. Yes,
1: and so so you get on the right party list. You see, and that's that's the key.
2: Right. Yes, and um, I, I come from a sales background. I love networking. I love setting goals. You know, I love meeting new people, and um, it's it's my partner. She's more of the. Um, relationship customer management on the back end and I'm more of a go-getter and we really balance each other out and so it's been wonderful working with Danielle and um yeah it's been it's every day is learning something new that's so fantastic
1: Melanie are you are you going it alone with the hospital do you have a partner in this venture
3: uh I guess (laughs) I'm going it alone with the um support of the most wonderful family and friends a, a lady could ask for. Um, I have spent years talking this idea of, right. uh, of the Hostel Up, and it really speaks to um, the strength of character of my friends and family that they don't roll their eyes <laughs> every time it comes up. I'm so pleased to have a new audience today so I can just you know, reiterate re, uh, all the wonderful ideas and plans that I have without, um, you know, Beating a, a, a donkey or a sure. dead horse with, with my family and my friends, but you know, not only their strength and character, but also that I think it's just such a good yeah. idea that they still lean forward and go, Tell me more about this. So. And you bought the building that this I is going to so show. This is it. I this, mean, is this is it. It's not this like is looking it. for a space. It's going to happen. You,
1: you're renovating
3: One of this the building. problems, the biggest challenges, of course, you know, they say in real estate location, location, location. Yeah. In Baton Rouge, it should be location, location, parking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I finally found the, the spot, and yeah. Yeah, I've spent years just like driving around and going, I could make a hostel out of that. I could make a hostel out of that. And finally, you know, the stars aligned and uh, it's just perfect. It's absolutely ideal. And I, I am very pleased. Fantastic.
1: And Diana, tell me, um, what happens when hedge walls and flower walls are no longer the it thing? I mean, are you all, do you sort of seg into the next iteration of whatever is making it happen on, on social media? And-
2: yes, so this was kind of our, um, our, like she said, we are shooting for the stars here, but we also did this knowing that we, whatever we're growing and cultivating, it's going to be something bigger than just a trend and a fad. Right. Um, right now that is the focus and that kind of was our in. Um, and we know that this might die one day, you know, or just not be as relevant, you know? Um, so yes, we do have some plans to kind of branch into some other event rentals, um, We are not exactly sure which way we want to go with it because it is a vast world. (laughs) Yeah. But um, we do love this business, and we are going to make a move into something else. And we also will try to keep up with the trend, too, because why not? You know, it's relevant. It keeps us in the door with a lot of um, event planners and and young people.
1: Yeah. No, that's what makes it fun. And y'all both were like... Mm -hmm on the path to launching when,
3: when COVID happened. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. Like COVID everybody else. It was a monkey wrench, to be sure. But, uh, you know, I, there were more than a few moments over the last few years where I sat back and thought, do I really want to try and open a hostel? I, you know, we've had some political unrest in Baton Rouge and then and the floods in 2016 that were just devastating. And then, of course, most recently, COVID. But the uh, need is still there. And I, uh, you yeah. know, Diana and I were talking earlier. I, I just believe that... Champagne cork is about to come out, and we, we, you know, people are ready to get back out there and travel and and experience and have events and go places and meet people. So, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, I feel like we're we're right on the cusp of making a really wonderful thing happen. That's great. And y'all were briefly,
1: I mean, I guess shut down while events were shut down, huh?
2: Yes. Um you know, no, our our business revolves around socialness. Um, so we were we launched March seventh, and then lockdown was the next oh Monday. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we we actually literally we did wow right. We did a par- party party on Bourbon Street at the Bourbon House. Okay, and um, everyone loved it, and uh, that was it. And so, but, but we realized what, what made us want to start in that August of 2020 was mm-hmm. if we, if you're, you can always be scared and you can always wait to play it safe. But if you don't just punch it and take a risk and just do it, then well, why even do it? You know, so we really just decided to to go for it and I I think think
3: there's a lot of people who have great ideas that don't really just follow through so kudos to you and your partner for that and
2: you as well because it's it's important to trust you I can't
3: be the first person who's thought a hostel would be a good idea (laughs) in Baton Rouge but I I am making it happen yeah there's that I'm It's, it's a wonderful
1: idea well Diana Raffrey and Melanie Bennett it's been so refreshing to find women business owners who are taking risk to do something fun happy something that they love and to bring something to Baton Rouge that has been missing it's been so interesting to have you here on out to lunch and to hear your stories. so thanks for sharing your insight good luck in thank your future you. Thank, endeavors. thank you, very thank you much. Stephanie. we'll be keeping up with your progress my guests on Out to Lunch have been Diana Raffrey of the Modern Debutante and Melanie Bennett of the Baton Rouge Hostel. We edited this show to fit into the time slot here on WRKF. You can hear our unedited conversations and find out more about the Modern Debutante and the Baton Rouge Hostel by listening to the Out to Lunch Baton Rouge podcast. You can find and subscribe to the Out to Lunch Baton Rouge podcast anywhere you get podcasts and on our website. It's Baton If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on itsbatonrouge.la and on Out to Lunch Baton Rouge social media. Photos from this show are taken by Chris Tricou. You can find more of Chris's photos on Facebook at Chris Tricou Photography. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsbatonrouge.la and WRKF 89.3 FM. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Today's show was engineered by J.T. O'Neill. Our associate producer is Peter Raschuti, And our Baton Rouge business consultants are Charlie D'Agostino and Ann Edelman. I'm Stephanie Regal. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again around the table at Mansur's next week for more business Baton Rouge style on Out to Lunch.
0: Out to Lunch Baton Rouge is recorded live over lunch at Mansur's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge. Mansur's is open for lunch daily 11 to 2, for dinner nightly, and for brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com and by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at MitchellForeman.com.